0: Hi! Welcome to the CGOB Sports Show Podcast. Normally, it's three segments on this, but you know what? Today, I'm going to change it up because Bob Irving is going to chat about his off-season, CFL, the Jets. You miss Bob, right? And Jeff Braun and I, we watch and review Rocky, one of the most beloved sports movies of all time. That's all on the podcast. All right, I'm with Bob Irving who's stopping by today Bob? How's your off season going so far?
1: It's going great Christian. I'm uh, I'm doing nothing and I'm getting quite good at it. <laughs> uh, I've got it mastered. I watch a lot of sports I'm following everything because at the heart of it all I'm a sports fan. Uh, and yeah so it's been it's been really good and the weather's been great uh, and I, we've been here quite a bit in December so uh, no it's been fantastic.
0: So before we get to I guess the the NHL, just uh, thoughts on the CFL offseason so far and what's been happening, especially with quarterbacks trying out their luck in the States.
1: Yeah, it's been very quiet in terms of player signing. And and that's the thing I think that uh, would concern fans across the league maybe because uh, the Bombers have re-signed some of their Canadians, Christian. But the American players who are free agents, they're all, and not just here but across the league, they're all in kind of a wait-and-see mode with the CBA and all the rest of it. Uh, and Bo Levi Mitchell is uh, one of the guys you're talking about. He's had a couple of workouts in the NFL. I heard he has five lined up, Mm. and Mike Riley worked out with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I did a tweet, (laughs) and I said, Mike, you know, he won't be leaving. He's too old, and what I meant was, and people are coming back at me and saying, what do you mean he's too old? I I think he's too old for any team to take a chance on him. That's my point. He's not too old to play. I mean, he's 34, and he can still play effectively, I think, for three or four years. But I think at that age, I'd be surprised if any team in the NFL would sign him. Bowley by Mitchell is a different story. He's 28, which is getting on. And uh, I'm not sure what sort of offer he will get. I guess if somebody down there really falls in love with, the, with what they see and what they know about him, he might get an offer that will convince him to leave Calgary. And it'll have to be a good offer. I'm told, before he would leave Calgary.
0: Well, that's the big thing, right? A lot of these NFL teams, kind they're either going to want to draft a quarterback, yeah. and I would imagine they're probably a little averse to bringing in a guy like Bo Levi, unless he's going to be the guy, and Bo's not going to go unless he's going to be the guy. So yeah. I, they probably want him to be a backup, and Bo doesn't want that.
1: Well, no, he doesn't. I think he'd be prepared to, to be a backup for a while if he thought there was a chance he could work his way into a starting position before too long. Bo doesn't lack for confidence, and he no. believes, he's told lots of people close to him, that he believes that he could play on a lot of different teams down there, and I think he could too. The, the challenge he's going to face is his age, the fact that he's unproven down there. Um, you know, the game is different down there, so there's an adjustment period. We were talking before we did this interview, Christian, about the different size of the field and all the rest of it, and it's a significant adjustment for all players, but a quarterback, I think, in particular. So I I don't know what's going to happen with Bo. I I think, though, if he does get an offer that has some significant guaranteed money and what he feels is a a real chance to work his way into playing time, he just might leave.
0: Bombers, we got to wait for what? Probably... February to know what the big names are going to do?
1: Yeah, mid February they become, I think it's February the the 10th or 11th uh, that the players become free agents. I know they're trying to talk Big Hill into re, Adam Big Hill into mm-hmm. re signing before then. Um, a lot of the other guys, their agents have simply said, we're going to wait. We're just going to wait and see what's out there. I know Jackson Jeff Code and Santos Knox, their agents have I uh, hinted that they want to do some NFL trials if, they, if they're offered some, see what's available out there. Uh, Not the, for
0: Santos Knox with his ankle, though.
1: Yeah, that's right. The injury uh, set him back for sure and how healthy he'll be. For, and, of course, if you're not healthy for a tryout, you can forget about it yeah. because you you better impress them in the flesh. They're not just going to go on the film, they see, of you playing in the CFL. And then there's the new league, the American Alliance of Football. Uh, I don't know if many guys will, will go there or not. I haven't seen much action in terms of... Established CFL players signing down there. So I don't think that league's going to be as big a threat as some people think it's going to be. But uh, I think fans are here going to have to be very patient because it doesn't look to me like there's going to be a lot of movement uh, with these particularly import players who are free agents until they become free agents in February.
0: And what about the impact of the uh, collective bargaining agreement?
1: Well, that's part of it, right? Uh, they all think there's – I don't say so they all think. Some of them think there's going to be more money available in the salary cap, and and they want to wait and see about that too. Now, if they wait too long, this is the – and this is the tack that GMs are going to use. They're going to say to guys, look, I can, I can pay you this now. I'll give you this contract right now. But if you wait, it may not be there in late February, early March because we have to – we have to move on here. we got to do right. our business, and we got to sign players. And if you're not prepared to sign it, then I'm going to maybe try to find somebody who will. So it's going to be a real cat and mouse between the GMs and the agents.
0: What is the impact of this coaching cap that could have on any kind of player negotiations?
1: I don't think it'll have a great impact. I think what the league is trying to show with this uh, coach's cap uh, is that they're being fiscally responsible and – they're not, it bugs some of the players that the, the coaches make a lot of money and, and their contracts are guaranteed, and the players' contracts aren't guaranteed. So I think the league is trying to be proactive and saying to the players, look, we're looking after this. We're, we're going to cap these guys so that any extra money we have could conceivably land in your laps. Uh, through the new CBA, so I think it's a it's a way of demonstrating to the players that they're being financially responsible, not just at the players' level with a cap, but with uh, the management and coaches too. Let's
0: pivot to the Winnipeg Jets. How much do you like this team?
1: Well, as much as I like them at the start of the year and at the end mm-hmm. of last season, they're they're just so much fun, Christian. The the game the other night.
0: The Tampa yeah, Bay, Tampa game.
1: Bay. Oh, that was amazing, man. Oh man, it was just so entertaining. And of course, they're two of the fastest, most skilled. Is teams the speed the really? Right? Yeah, yeah. It's, and that's the game today. The yeah. speed is incredible. Um, a lot of the hitting has been taken out of hockey, and I know that bothers some of the purists. And there are a lot of games where you don't see a lot of hitting, and I'd like to see a little bit more too. But no, the Jets are just dynamite to watch. I think what gets overlooked is as explosive as they are. Their defensive record isn't bad. There, I think they're eighth or ninth right now in terms of goals yeah, against decent. in the CFL, the CFL NFL. and the NHL, um, which is, you know, which is okay. I know they want to be better. They want to be top five or top six, but I think they can get there. Uh, but they're just so much fun to watch. That three-on-three overtime, I said oh to somebody the other day, I said the best thing the NHL did in the last few years was install this three-on-three overtime. Now the thing they do is they play the top six forwards the entire three-on-three uh, three overtime. Yeah. So guys like Wheeler, and you could see it in the game the other night, they're running uh, out of out of gas yes. uh, because they had three overtime games in a row. But in terms of an entertainment aspect, that three-on-three three is dynamite.
0: Absolutely. Dynamite. And when that game was tied late, I was just praying it got to overtime so you could see Tampa Bay and yeah. Winnipeg, yeah. two of the fastest, highest-skilled, deepest offenses in the league, yeah. go back and forth.
1: What a nightmare that is for goalies, though. Yeah. yeah, the three on three really because they're scoring chances. Well, galore. and
0: you saw when Shifley fired the puck back to Hellebuck. Possession is so important in yep. overtime that yep. they actually have to play the puck. Yeah, which is an interesting development.
1: Shifley has has just taken such a leap. I think uh, in the last few weeks, in particular, but this season it started in,
0: in the playoffs last it year. It
1: did when he scored all those goals in the playoffs, and he's just taken it to a, another level. And I, I think he's. Some people still don't, in my view. Understand how good this guy's become. Not here, I think, in Winnipeg we do, but across the league, man, he's uh, he's right up there. And McDavid's the best, yeah, for sure. Sidney Crosby, okay, no, no argument there. But you better have Shifley in some of these conversations now when you talk about the best all-round players because he does it all. He Absolutely. doesn't just score. He, he's responsible defensively. Uh, he's not very flashy. Uh, but, boy, is he ever good.
0: And he produces, and he's young, and he's getting paid $6.1 million uh, for the next steal. four seasons. Uh, it's an incredible for the contract. Jets. Yeah. And I, Kelly was making this point to me the other day. When he was first brought in, like he was the first pick of the Jets when they came back, yeah. there was a lot of impatience with Mark Shifley. Sure, And to see where he is today, as someone that's been here for a long time, is this... Yeah one of the best players that Winnipeg has ever
1: seen? No question. Yeah, he's he's tracking that way. If he isn't there already, and I go back to the Howard Chuck days and, and Timu Solani and even back to the WHA with Hull, Hedberg, and Nielsen. Uh, but Scheifele is, in the next four or five years, he will establish himself as one of the all-time great players we've had the pleasure of watching here. And the way the Jets handled him, Christian was just perfect it was just perfect they didn't rush him they did the same with Josh Morrissey they didn't rush him because we we've seen these 18 year old kids get ruined by being thrown in too early and that's where I think shovel Dayoff and Maurice and the whole organization maybe doesn't get enough credit they handle these guys just perfectly
0: well Bob appreciate your time and Merry Christmas
1: same to you Christian
2: when we were trying to come up with a movie for this week we were thinking oh we should try and find a Christmas sports movie because right. it's coming up on Christmas and we were going through a list of like there's no- not yeah there. there's no such thing as a Christmas sports movie so we decided ah oh, the heck with it let's just do Rocky and then boom turned on Rocky and I didn't I couldn't remember it was, like it begins on Thanksgiving right. and goes all the way through to New Year's the big fights on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day
0: and then there's a, a scene where one of the characters is humming a Christmas tune walking yeah. up to an apartment exactly it's a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. And I wrote it down. I thought, we've talked so much about, oh, it's Die Hard a Christmas movie? <laughs> and it's Rocky's a Why Christmas not Rick- movie. Yeah, it's Rocky, Rocky. There you go. I had never seen Rocky before, and a lot of times when I mention the people that I hadn't seen Rocky, they're like, you haven't seen Rocky? How haven't you seen Rocky? And it's because I just don't see movies.
2: But this is one you have seen before, but it's been a while? Uh, if I saw it, I do believe I've seen it, but it, not since I was a kid. So, aside from I know that he boxes Apollo Creed in it, I... Couldn't. I had no idea what yeah. to expect.
0: And I was the same way. I knew there was someone named Adrian in it because people would yeah. sit, man, just make a reference to Adrian. And now I know what that means. But this is the first of, I think there were 68 Rocky movies now. Is exactly. That did, that? You,
2: did you think that you'd see a gang of street toughs hanging by a barrel fire singing songs? No,
0: <laughs> I did not. That was early in the movie. And I thought, what am I watching? Because, again, all I knew was boxing. And it really... There was a brief scene at the start of
2: boxing, and the next forty-five minutes was just kind of setting up Rocky Balboa's life. That brief boxing scene, that guy headbutts him. Yes, opens up his eye. The ref gives him a warning. Yes, for a headbutt. That's a disqualification. Yeah, yeah. doesn't that just end your boxing yeah, career? Yeah, but it's, it's a bush
0: league kind of. They're fighting in a church or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that was, that was. And so yeah, basement the, the next. 50 minutes kind of sets up the story of Rocky Balboa who's this boxer but he's also kind of a a tough guy for a mob boss and he collects money but he's not That's, breaking guys fingers yeah, when he's supposed to. Yeah. I think he's a
2: small time mob boss too. Very the, small yeah, time. Uh, the real mob bosses don't drive around in their cars talking to the hoods on No. The
0: and so this guy's always walking around bouncing a ball
2: on the street well, and on bridges <laughs> and on or like a railroad bridge and so I was like I just it's like, ball's going over the edge sooner or later. I had an anxiety watching him bounce that ball.
0: And he's also always <laughs> tr- trying to hit on this woman at a at a pet store yeah. named
2: Adrian, who's very quiet. He may have stolen that turtle food as well. He did. He stole some turtle food. He says they, She said, you have to pay for the turtle food. And he goes, crime doesn't pay. And he walks and just watch over the door. It's like, you got to give a
0: catch. That is a crime. <laughs> that's weird. Before we're introduced, introduced to Apollo Creed, yeah. it's really just this first half story. And the weirdest part is he takes one of the people off the street corner, a 12-year-old girl, walks with her, and tries to tell her you can't talk weird because the guys will call you a whore?
2: Yeah. That was it, really weird. It was, that's I guess, of its time and of its place or something like that. The first half of the movie is just proving that Rocky is a good guy. All around, you know what I mean? A
0: good he's... guy from the streets of Philadelphia that doesn't, you know, he doesn't have much
2: going for him. Picks out the passed out drunk that's outside the bar, brings him back into the bar so he stays warm and that sort of thing. So he's always doing nice things. He wants to adopt all the dogs and stuff that he sees at the pet store. Has some turtles. Yeah.
0: Also, the scene where he eventually gets Adrian into his apartment is mightily uncomfortable.
2: It's a. It doesn't play well in 2018, except, uh, like, in general, if you just describe what happens to it, about how he, especially when he like takes puts his arm street. across the door so she can't get out. I'm going
0: to go, no. Because it's, it's just all, I'm not going to come in. About six times she says no, and then she comes yeah, in. Come on in. And yeah, no, then comes to down, and then eventually he, she comes and sits down. And then she gets up, she's like, no, I should go, I should go. And then <laughs> he takes off her glasses, and then he takes off her hat, and then they make out. And it's not. I don't feel it's romantic at all. I felt it kind of uncomfortable.
2: It, it, it When you say it like that, it is, but... Earlier in the movie, and, and the thing is that Rocky doesn't know it, but we know it that's like she's like, she's looking at him, right? Like she likes him. Yeah. But he doesn't know that, so he shouldn't. She's just really shy. Like and he, he has a, st- a mattress standing up in his thing with a knife in it. Did you see that knife? Yes. Yeah. It's he lives in a serial killer's apartment. Yes. It's so, uh, yeah. And I, you sort of want to say, well, she should turn and run away, but I think she was paralyzed with fear until he kissed her. <laughs>
0: And so, I I had subtitles kind of off and on throughout this movie. I will admit. I right. I, I hate having subtitles on, but there were certain sections where I thought like, I don't know what was what said did there. Say? I had to rewind it and put the
2: subtitles on. Yeah. What about more uncomfortable than that is Mickey. Why would you uh what he's what purpose does he coach. serve? He's first of all his first line in the whole movie is he screams at him to shut up. And then he's cranky the whole time and then all of a sudden when the uh prospect of a hundred and fifty thousand dollar payday shows up he becomes Mickey. this
0: empathetic human.
2: Yeah. And it's like and Rocky's right. He's like, Where were you ten years ago when I needed you? And he's like, Why didn't you ask for help? And I was like, he did Yeah, and ask Rocky for help. yells
0: through the door and this is big scene and but, eventually runs up, catches up to Mickey and he becomes his coach.
2: And what does he do? Besides besides tying the string around his ankles, Mickey doesn't do anything. Sure yeah. does he? No, no, not really.
0: It's, yeah, I didn't, I didn't buy Your that at all. The nose is broke. How does it look? It's an improvement. Yeah, <laughs> good line, like he cracks but... one-liners.
1: Women weaken legs. Yeah, but I really like this girl, you know? But let her train you!
0: The story turns when Apollo Creed's opponent has to back out, so he just wants to find a guy with a cool name to fight. Yeah,
2: and and, uh, the- and it's I like the cleverness of... It's the bicentennial for the United States in Philadelphia where the country was born kind of thing. So that's kind of tracked. I like I the way they came up with that.
0: And then the training montage. Of course, it's the ultimate yeah, yeah. training montage. Right. The music plays that we all know. He raises his hands, punching meat in a, a meat locker. His friend, Polly is a total loser,
2: and I wow. really don't like him. Uh, but I think we'll grow to like him as the series goes along. There's some, there's some, you know, there's a good guy deep down yeah. in there, but I guess it's that, it's that Philly tough guy thing. That's just like so unappealing to everybody who doesn't live in Philadelphia.
1: <laughs> now you're a big shot fighter on the way up. You don't even draw a clump to your friend, Paulie.
2: And then the fight happens. And
0: right when the fight started, I checked how much time was in the movie left. And I thought, this is it. The movie's all going to be over after this yeah. fight. And it was. So they well, go 15 rounds. Apollo gets punched in the ribs a lot. Yeah, he may have broken one. Someone meant, I think I heard someone say he's bleeding internally.
2: Yeah, his his uh, corner guy told him that. Yeah. You gotta go, you're bleeding internally.
0: And then I definitely cringed when Rocky had his eye cut. Yep, that was gross. That was Tad, super Tad gross. just
2: to get rid of the swelling so he can see out of it. Yeah. Briefly before he goes blind.
0: Yeah. The boxing in it, I think, is... It's not it's bad. It's not bad. For the time. It's 1976. For movie boxing. And Sly Stallone was in great shape.
2: Yeah. And, and Carl Weathers is even better shaped. Yes. Yeah. See, I knew Carl Weathers from uh, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> well, he only has one hand because of Crocodile. Exactly, there, yeah? yes. It's like So seeing a two-handed Carl Weathers was <laughs> He was jacked and like, oiled was
0: up awesome. in 1976. He was so, and
2: he had the best entrance ever, or the worst entrance ever. So tacky. That was insane.
0: Well, It's a bicentennial, right? It's an exhibition he thought it was. <laughs> they go 15 rounds. It's over. It's a split decision. And then the end of the film is... Instead of talking about anything, he just wants to find Adrian, and Adrian's trying to find him. Yeah. And she's yelling Rocky, even though it's a gigantic packed arena, no one would ever hear her yelling Rocky. Especially
2: him after he's had his ears punched in for Adrian! 15 rounds. Adrian! Adrian! And then they meet and hug. And I love time, you, I love you. Movie's over.
0: Boom. And you're boom. instantly like, oh, there's going to be more movies. And there there have been. Yeah, now oh, I guess one. I have to watch more of them. Have you seen any of the other ones? I had never seen any Rocky movie until this.
2: The, watch the Creed movies, because those are very... Well, we'll do, we'll do Creed 1 for sure. Do I have to watch Sometime them in order? Um, probably not. Okay. So overall, your thoughts on Rocky? It's a good movie. I really liked it. I really like... I mean, obviously, it's the classic underdog story. And you've never seen anybody, nobody more so than Rocky that... Can just take rejection, but be undeterred by it, like even something as simple as when she was at his house, and he's asking her if she wants something to eat, and he starts listing off all the all the food he has. You want? I think I got some chips. No, I got some chocolate. Soda no. and donuts. I got some donuts. No, and just on and on and on. But it's just like, wow. Like he won't even take. I'm not hungry for an answer, right? It's, yeah. He's just uh, unflappable like that. So and and the behind the scenes story about how Sylvester Stallone. Nobody knew him before Rocky came out, and nobody was hiring to be an actor. So he locked himself in a room for three days and wrote Rocky. And he's like, if they won't hire me for their movies, I'll write my own movie starring me. And he somehow got it made and. It changed his entire life. He's he is probably still. I think last thing I wrote, he's still worth like four hundred million dollars. Yeah. And well, the Rocky franchise Rocky. is still going. Yeah, that too, and he gets paid for that all. the time. I mean, yeah, it's like Rocky changed his life literally. It's it's a cheap movie. It's it's the same. And besides him, and I guess uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck did it with Goodwill Hunting. Like every now and once a generation, you find somebody who's just like, no one's gonna do it for us. We'll do it for ourselves. So the behind-the-scenes story of Rocky mirrors the actual story of Rocky. Yeah, and then he became Rambo.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I, I agree that it's it's good. It's not as much a sports movie, though. It's There is a bit of yeah. boxing in it, but it's more so like a personal interest kind of story. I, I did Very little actual s- action
2: of I, sports in it. I thought there would be one more match in the middle or something. You'll notice that certainly in the Creed movies and I'm sure in the other uh, Rocky movies there are... They'll, they They try and get at least three good fights in each one. Because
0: in this one, there was the dumb fight at the start. And then the last one. And then the last one. Yeah. And everything in between
2: was stuff. All
0: right. But good. Yeah. All right. Uh, rating? Uh, We'll give it
2: a four boxing gloves out of five.
0: I would give it, uh, yeah, I'm in the same way. I'm going to give it eight swollen eyes out of ten. There you go. Check out the CJOB Sports Show weeknights from 7 to 9 p.m. with Christian O'Mel and the Sports Show Podcast. Not available on iTunes. Not available on Google Podcasts. Not available anywhere you get your favorite podcasts yet.